Chapter 1 of Billy Whiskers at Home. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by T.R. Love of Pleasant Hill, California. Billy Whiskers at Home by Francis Trago Montgomery. Chapter 1 The Chums Back Home. One morning in early spring, Mr. Watson rolled up the shade at his bedroom window to see what kind of weather was promised for the day, when, glancing over to the lane, whom should he see running down its long stretch but Billy Whiskers, Stubby, and Button? Am I seeing things, or is that really and truly my old Billy Whiskers come back to the farm after being away all these years? he murmured. "'William, what are you talking about?' asked his wife, who was yet in bed. "'Come to the window and see whether or not the goat, dog, and cat running along our lane are our old pets, Billy, Stubby, and Button,' he replied. "'But, of course, they must be, for where in the wide world would one ever find three such animals traveling together?' By this time Mrs. Watson was in her kimono and slippers and at the window. "'I don't see him,' she said at last. "'You don't? Down there where the lane runs into the barnyard,' said her husband. "'Oh, yes, I see him now. And do look at the way all the cows, horses, chickens, and even old Shep and Matilda, our tortoiseshell cat, are rushing to meet those three. Talk about animals not having sense and feelings. Why, they are almost eating their old friends alive, the way they are all rubbing noses and fussing over them to show their joy at seeing them once more. I feel like hugging them myself. Where do you suppose they have been all these years? Mrs. Watson asked. I don't know, but I would give a good deal if those three could talk and tell us where they have kept themselves and the experiences they have had for i wager my best hat they have had some very exciting adventures with many hardships thrown in i must hurry and dress and then go out to see them said mr watson i don't want them to think i am not as glad to see them as my animals are wait a few minutes and i will go with you said his wife bustling about when billy stubby and button saw mr and mrs watson coming they ran to greet them billy nearly bawed his head off to show his delight while stubby twisted his body into hard knots and wiggled his stub of a tail so fast one could scarcely see it as for Button, he rubbed himself against them until he almost wore the skin off his back. "'Well, we are glad to see you back,' said Mr. Watson, "'and we hope you are going to stay with us and not run off right away. "'My dear, you take Stubby and Button to the house and give them a big breakfast "'while I do the same for Billy here at the barn. "'My sakes alive!' Whom do we see coming on the run from behind the barn but the whole Billy Whiskers family? The procession is headed by Nanny, Billy's dear little wife. From the surprise so plainly shown in all their faces, they could not have known he was going to arrive. Look, William, look. From the way they are greeting one another, one would think they were humans instead of animals. 
I tell you what, my dear, you see before you six of the finest full-blooded Angora goats you could find in a lifetime. They are all so big, strong, and handsome, and have such silky hair and graceful horns. Billy and Nanny are pure white and perfectly mated. So, too, are Billy Jr. and Daisy, his wife. Billy Jr.'s coal-black hair makes a fine contrast against Daisy's coat. As for the twins, they are their father and mother over again, Punch being black and Judy white. Now Billy is back, we can expect exciting things to happen, remarked Mrs. Watson, for wherever he is, there is always something going on. See, William, what is next to welcome them? How those pigeons and doves cluster around them, some even alighting on their backs. As they are the mail carriers for the animals, before night every farm for miles around will hear the glad tidings that Billy Whiskers, Stubby, and Button are back home. See, didn't I tell you? There they go now, flying in all directions. Here, Stubby, Stubby, Stubby. Here, Button, Button, Button. Come with me and get something to eat, she called as she turned toward the house. Oh, Grandfather, stand still and watch me, said Punch to Billy Whiskers. I can jump so high. See, I can jump over your back. And he ran off a few yards and then made a flying jump over Billy's back. I have learned to do that while you have been away on your travels. That was pretty good. But next time, raise your feet a little higher, for you nearly took a chunk out of my back, warned Billy. I can beat Punch jumping, said Judy, though he says I can't because I'm a girl. Watch me and see if I can't. But just when she jumped, Billy moved away, and she leaped high in the air with nothing under her. Oh, Grandfather, what made you move? Now stand still and I will do it again. No, thank you. I'll take your word for it that you can jump higher than your brother. I can't spare any more of my flesh today. Daddy, you stand still then and let me jump over you, pleaded Judy. Billy Jr. heaved a sigh of resignation and stood still while Judy leaped over him, her feet held so close to her body that there was a full foot between his back and her feet. See, don't I jump higher and better than Punch? she asked proudly. Oh, children, exclaimed Daisy, their mother, don't always be vying with one another. All you do these days is to argue. Can't you play without quarreling and fussing? We don't fuss or quarrel, mother. We just tell each other what we think and want. Well, don't do it so emphatically, then, replied their mother. Oh, there goes Farmer Jones's flock of goats down the road to the pasture. Can't we go with them? It is such fun to play with them in their pasture. Yes, you may go if their man will let you, but I am afraid when he sees you, he will drive you back, replied Daisy. Well, if he does, we will wait until he gets them in the pasture and goes home. Then we will run down the road and crawl under the fence. There is a big hole we know about that is large enough for us to crawl through, for we were down there yesterday and crawled through and played with them all the afternoon. Come on, Punch, let's go and try it.
and off they scampered while billy whiskers followed mr watson to the barn door where he waited for him to bring out his breakfast he soon returned with a peck of carrots and some oats and while billy ate the animals and fowls stood around and asked questions as to where he had been and eagerly listened as he told what he had seen when stubby and button reached the house with mrs watson they found bridget waiting at the door the cook who had been there when they left the old farm well 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 she exclaimed on seeing the two and is it ye selves i see with me two eyes and glad i am to see ye though i know your heads must be filled with devilment ye have picked up while yees were away and yees had enough to last ye all your life when yees left us unless time has put some sense in your heads which i hope it has but here yees didn't come home to hear me talk but to get something to eat just wait around a minute and i'll give yees the best breakfast yees have had since yees left and one that'll make yourselves stick out like barrels bridget is the same old girl isn't she said stubby yes her bark is worse than her bite replied button yum yum i smell something delicious cooking and here she comes with two plates heaped full of food they had just finished their meal when bridget came rushing out of the kitchen with the broom held high over her head exclaiming come along stubby and button and help me drive out that cross old cow that is always coming into our yard and eating up our flowers the cow was standing in the middle of the flower bed making havoc of it and bridget charged on her with the broom but instead of stopping eating the cow lowered her head and made for bridget on the run bridget turned and fled toward the porch the cow close at her heels she was just ready to hook the woman when she herself had a surprise for she found herself facing two angry eyes and a pair of horns twice as sharp as her own and before she could hook whatever this was before her she felt two sharp horns running into her side and pushing her sideways she came to the conclusion that it was about time for her to make a hasty departure as she turned toward the gate she found herself hurried through it by a little dog barking and snapping at her heels and then hanging to her tail though she tried again and again to kick him she could not succeed for when she kicked out with one foot he was always snapping at the other leg he chased her down the road for a mile and then with a parting warning not to come into that yard again he let her go for the rest of the day the chums wandered around the farm to see what improvements had been made and to meet the new animals that had been bought by mr watson while they had been away and when they went to bed that night all three declared there was no place in all the whole wide world like the dear old farm End of chapter one